Okay, let's go. This is the DJ for Party One podcast. This is your host, and you already know what it is. If you've listened to any podcast at all, if you haven't, why, why, why has it taken you so long to find the DJ for Party One podcast? Serious question. I want to know. Tell me. I'm listening. You got to speak up because I can't hear you because this is just a one way recording. It is just me here. But you can always email or reach me on social media, DJ for Party One. That's me, the number four, the number one. I wanted to talk about today for you loyal listeners, for you subscribers, for you new listeners that I'm still asking why it took you so long to find me. I wanted to talk about how Michael Jackson took over the Halloween music market in 1984, whether it was accidental, whether it was planned, and he didn't want to say that it was planned, whatever the case may be, 84, Halloween, when it came to theme music, Michael would have had the the monopoly, I would think. And I know you're probably saying... How's that possible in 1984? Because Thriller came out in 1982. Okay, let me tell you how. And this is, again, not documented from... You can't cut this podcast off. Maybe you can. I didn't I didn't look it up. I, I just know the connection of the songs. Maybe you can go out there and you'll find the same thing that I'm talking about. Maybe someone had the same theory. But again, this is not Britannica. It's it's not History Channel. So you're not going to see these things combined in that way. But my theory is, is as I'm about to state. So in 82, we have Thriller that drops. Thriller drops actually after Halloween in that year. So I've heard... The story that I've heard is that Michael did not want to have this demonic affiliation of Halloween demons, spirits, whatever, all of this stuff connected to the song. At least not for the sake of Halloween. And maybe he also did not want it to be campy and commercial and whatever it is you want to call it. Okay, I'll go with that, Mike, if that's what you are saying here. But here's the thing. When you look at the video, I don't know any other era, any other part of the year that a song like that with a video like that would get that type of exposure outside of Halloween. Now, the album dropped, it ran for a whole, well, it dropped kind of like end of 82. So we have it in 83 going. He's he's making the rounds. He's Billie Jean. He's dancing and beat it. He's got the ballads, Lady of My Life. He's coming back with some mid-tempo stuff like PYT. He's got the 
duet with Paul McCartney, The Girl Is Mine. He's taking it back to what sounds like Africa, want to be starting something. He's all over the place. He's having a good time. And the rest of us are having a good time listening to it. And it's just all around a good time for us all. We're all enjoying Michael and his run with Thriller. So he bypasses Halloween in 82. Doesn't release the album anywhere near during Halloween. Videos are dropping, but Thriller has not dropped. In 83 yet. So he bypasses Halloween again. And I know you're saying like. Hey. How how does this song. Become such a big thing for 84. If he kept bypassing. Halloween. Every time he, he dropped the album after Halloween. He drops the video in December. Of all months. Beginning of Christmas season. Drops the Thriller video. And okay. I see what you're saying, Mike. You say you don't want to be associated with Halloween, demonic periods, things like like that. So you dropped the album in the month that we celebrate the birth of Jesus. I don't know what my goal was at this point, but I was a fan. I could say Thriller, and this is what's crazy to me. I grew up during that time. I had the album. I watched the video a ton of times. I don't remember it being something that was so big at So it really just, that does not, in my mind, I don't see that happening. Like, what do you mean the video came out in the month of December? But again, I'm a kid, so my perspective my days, yeah, I I really did not see that. I had to look it up because that did not make sense to me. But okay, here's the thing. So, 82, Thriller is bypassing Halloween. I don't know. I'm sure people... So, so you couldn't go... Halloween had already passed. So, now you're waiting possibly... To have this song queued up and ready to go for your Halloween party for 83. But the video still is is non-existent at this point. I've heard some budgets say that Michael proposed a million dollar budget. I've seen other articles that said that John Landis had a half a million dollar budget to work with. Either way, at that time for a 14 minute video, that was unheard of. And I'm sure that Michael who I've also heard with Scream being one of the, at that time, I think it was the most expensive video in the history of videos because I think something happened where they had to shoot a little longer and I think it ran into like a seven-day type thing. I think this information came from Janet. And... It became a very expensive, the most expensive video at that time because there was some extra shooting of the video that Michael wanted to do. I, I think, I don't know what, what happened with the time frame because I think they were supposed to finish it maybe like in three or four days and it turned into a seven day thing. I, I think that's the story. So at the 
Thriller Mark in 83, half a million is what he had. And I could see Mike just definitely being, well, you know, it's about the art. I don't, I don't really conform to budget. So whatever it takes to get it done, John, let's, let's just do that. I could see that being Michael at that point. So my theory, and this is like a real, Michael's really going for the long game here. My theory is it collides. The Thriller video, end of the year of 83, collides with another song that's not Michael Jackson's song, but he's featured in it to the point where he takes over the song. It's like talking about stealing thunder. Most people, if you ask somebody on the street that has heard Rockwell's Somebody's Watching Me, if you're not like a dedicated Rockwell fan, and I haven't met a lot of them yet, no offense to Rockwell, but most people would probably be able to recite that chorus, which is just Michael's couple of lines, I always feel like somebody's watching me. The verses where Michael is not there in those, Rockwell is kind of doing a sing-song, really more like talking type of thing. And when Michael comes in with the chorus, he steals the show, completely steals the show. So put these two things, the bookends. Well, no, I won't even say bookends because that would be the beginning of 83 and the end of 83 bookends. No, I would say, well, okay, maybe it's like a bookend for 83 and another beginning bookend or book beginning or whatever you want to call it for 1984 because that's when somebody's watching me drops. According to the internet, to me, that sounds crazy too. I was a kid then, but even I am thinking like, why didn't you just drop this around October? It's going to do great. But this is what is the genius of Michael Jackson and the marketing machine. Thurlow dropped in 82. At the end of 82, but still 82. You have a whole long year to run your album. And you did. And you drop a video, which makes sales for this song go through the roof because there's merchandise and there's the video and then you got the single at that time people were still buying yeah 45s and all that stuff and this is just right up to Christmas so people can buy this stuff what it looks like because it just dropped you got the visuals for it now and next month January oh by the way Michael is in also another song that these songs together, Thriller, Somebody's Watching Me, I can't think of anything that has captivated an audience for Halloween party soundtrack type stuff. I feel like it's just in there. Whether Michael wanted to avoid that or not, it happened. It happened and it was going to be inevitable that it happened because if you've seen the Thriller video, he's walking around as a zombie. He turns into a werewolf. 
This is essentially a horror movie, short movie, film, song, whatever you want to call it. It was going to get wrapped up in Halloween, whether he wanted it to or not. So that's really beside the point at this junction. So when you combine his voice for somebody's watching me, it's like a perfect mini concert of Halloween songs. Thriller, somebody watching me, somebody's watching me in Thriller. Play it any way you want, slice it any way you want it, but it's still going to come up to be, it's, it's Halloween music. So in my mind, I feel like 84 was the perfect storm for Michael to take over that Halloween era of the music and the, the costumes. People love to dress up with that jacket or some even go as far as getting the Halloween makeup in place so they can look like the zombie. He just took it over. And I feel like from that point on, it has continued to be in this day and era, a Halloween song that he never intended to be, according to him, a Halloween song. And somebody's watching me is just like the icing on the cake. Also, Turned Rockwell into a one-hit wonder. Again, sorry, Rockwell. This is Barry Gordy's son. I did not know that until I was an adult. Maybe only a couple of years ago. I think that I've heard it. That that's Barry's son. I can't remember. I looked his real name up, but I can't remember the, the name. And it's his one-hit wonder that has continued to be a hit, though. Yeah, there are a lot of people that do the one hit wonder thing and they have a song and you can recognize it and it's cool and all. But there are very few people that do a song that becomes so big that it continues to play out in the world on a world stage at a certain time every year. Now, Michael, of course, the opposite of one hit wonder but when you combine these two together for that song and Thriller, you have Halloween party music. There's there's no other way. And 84 was definitely where that was going to be more prominent than anything else. I, I feel like it was because when the album for Thriller drops in 82, that's at the end of the year. So the album is riding along, it's coasting very well, going very well in 83. And people had listened to it all year. Singles have been dropping all year. There are only nine songs on there, though. That That's what you got to take into account. There are only nine songs on the Thriller album. So by the time we get to December... Thriller could have easily been something that people were moving on away from. Yes, it's a good album. Let me store it. Let me see who else is coming out with something. So it could have faded out, but it just ends up right back on the Billboard charts because now you have the visuals to go with the song. And the next month, you're hearing Michael's voice again on an eerie song that's not Thriller, but it has the makings of a great 
connection to the the horror, the scariness, the eerie feeling of being watched in a horror movie type of feel, even lyrically, which, like I said, I can't remember the lyrics of the thing. I remember Michael's part. But yeah, that's him singing. And together in 1984, Rockwell and Michael would have had Halloween on lock. Musically. And the great thing about it, with that being at the beginning of the year, yeah, song probably blows up, fades out. Surely, I don't have to look at charts to even know this. It couldn't have been 10 straight months of people just like, man, this somebody's watching me is a pure classic. I cannot get enough of No. I'm sure it charted, charted very well, and eventually faded from the charts because summer has to come and people want to hear summer music. Fall comes back around. October comes in. And guess what? In addition to somebody's watching me, Thriller, which is a long way from 1982 now, but it's 1984. Almost about to go into 1985. And Thriller is charting again on the charts. So there you go. That's your history. That's how it becomes, in my mind, one of the best-selling albums of all time. It's, it's, it's the timing of it all. Released in 82. Promoted heavily with multiple videos in 83. A dagger, if you will, Stamped, approved, long feature length video that is right up there in that time where MTV is getting black music videos in place because Michael would have been the first one to have a video, not Thriller. I want to say it was Billy Jean, but he was the first one to have a black music video on MTV because they were bright and light and white at that time. Before Michael came along. And he became one of those people that was so big. The music came so big. The videos became so big. That if you're a music TV station. And you don't have the biggest song on your station. How valid are you? As a music video station, really. So Michael changed that game and the rest is Halloween history. <laughs> yeah, it's still funny to me in my mind when I think that he says like, yeah, I didn't want to be associated with Halloween and demons and ghosts and spirits and and he has passed and it has become one of the best streaming songs for Halloween for many, many years and probably many years to come because of all of what I just said in the like last 19 minutes or so, were you listening to that? Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> that is the reason. That is the reason. So anyway, that is my spill on that. That is my take on that. How Michael and Rockwell, I have to give him his honorable mention, 
how Michael took over 1984's Halloween music genre with not one, but two songs, one that was his and another one that he was featured on. That's what you had going on in the 80s. That's what you had going on in the middle of the 80s. And you will see his sister rise up and grow up. That's another episode I'm I'm tackling. Um, the end of the era. End of an era where you have groups like New Edition, Janet, Whitney. All of these people are like in their 20s growing up just right before your eyes. So, yeah, that one is another episode to come. But thank you for joining me. DJ for Party of One, CL45. I am signing out. I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're having a great week. And if it's not going as well as you would like for it to go, get up. If you're driving, stay seated because you're going to need to, you're going to need to stay seated. But get up. Go find, go stream, go take out your album, whatever. Play some Thriller. Play some Somebody's Watching Me. Get up, dance, look at the video. Do that dance, and I guarantee you, you cannot help but to feel a little bit better. I think. I'm not doing it. I feel all right. I don't feel the need to go out and do that. But. If you're not feeling well, that's your medicine. I'm giving it to you. You're welcome. Prescription. Come back anytime. Listen to the podcast and I'll prescribe more. DJ for Party One signing out. Till next time. Thanks for listening as always.